Brew Strong is brought to you by Blickman Engineering, home of the top-tier brewing stand. Visit them online at BlickmanEngineering.com. for the beer radio you've been looking for. This is the show that dispels myths, tackles the toughest topics, and makes no apologies for geeking out on beer. Hosted by two guys that drink before they think, Jamil Zainashev and John Palmer. This is Brew Strong. Hey, howdy, hey, my brewing brothers and sisters. Greetings, greetings. Ah, uh, glad to be back here in the lovely studios in downtown Martinez. Yes. At least for a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah. They're going to move to the lovely metropolis of Concord. Yes, the big city. The big city, yes. They're going to move up. They're moving on up like the Jeffersons. They're moving on up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? I think it's uh, high time. By time we uh, we moved, you know, this was uh, a step from the uh, like the garage was to the bedroom, mm-hmm. as the bedroom is to the Martinez. I believe Martinez uh, will be to the, uh, the hop grenade, the streets of Concord. Yeah, I think that's it's going to be that big, that big a change, that massive and special. It it will be, and it remains to be seen. But what do you think will like the single biggest upgrade? Was it the garage to the bedroom? You know, I mean, I know this will be big, but the garage to the bedroom was pretty damn huge. It was big, right? Oh yeah, I don't think yeah, we can yeah. top that. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know, get something where my balls aren't sticking to something, and I'm I'm pretty happy for the first time in your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, the uh, the garage was was pretty damn sweaty. I'll tell you what, just get the temperature to be normal yeah that's true in the hop grenade yeah oh we have a uh, that would be a, a massive upgrade because it in the garage it was so hot and sticky and and nasty and then it was so freezing cold it was miserable yeah. and then yeah. we went to the bedroom where it was hot and nasty or freezing cold and it was miserable it would come to here where we're constantly playing with the doors and changing things, Windows trying thing. to keep it from being miserable. But ironically, I slept more in the garage than I ever did in the bedroom. <laughs> and yeah. Well, because in the bathroom, bedroom, people were trying to take advantage of it. Yeah, yeah, Speaking of Blickman Engineering, uh, <laughs> our fine sponsor, yeah. uh, John Blickman, Blickman Engineering, BlickmanEngineering.com. With two ends, yes. Two ends, yeah. Check them out. Um, Blickman Engineering, they're always coming up with innovating great new stuff. Yep. Uh, what uh, What are they coming up with? Do they have something special for NHC? I know you're you're in the know. Yeah. Well, um, I'm more on the mushroom I, level myself, but you're <laughs> you're in the know. Yeah. Last time I talked to them, uh, they're really they're revving up production on the Brew Easy system, which is their mm-hmm. all in one um, system. It's kind of like brewing a bag in that you know mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. you put all the water in mm-hmm. and mm-hmm push the button and it does it's it does the brewing for you very cool and uh that's that's uh i i am hoping to get me like a couple of barrel blickman 
pilot system oh, yeah, take down definitely. to Heretic and uh, invite homebrewers to come down and brew on that bad boy, and we'll put the beer on in the tasting room. That'd be good because, I mean, it's surprising. I was there oh, what, a couple months ago. We went around to several of the local micros and nanos, and everybody was using their, their uh, three, you know, one-barrel system mm-hmm. to, to brew on. Right. Um, or they, you know, added a... I'm going with the two. Yeah, the one's, two. One's not a, a two. Two is about right. Yeah. I'd like uh, three. Three th- three sounds better. I, actually, let's just go about, <laughs> you know, 50. Yeah, okay. There you go. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure John will be stepping up to 50 one of these days. Oh, yeah. It's just a matter of time, but uh, check them out. Been a great sponsor for, oh, these eight-ish years. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's taking great care of us, so uh, make sure to uh, support them when you have the chance. Ask for them at your brew shop. Check out, check them out online. Quality equipment. There you go. Uh, speaking of quality, we've got a great show for you today. We do. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Mike wrote in. And he was like, uh, we had mentioned that, that we we're talking about doing a, uh, a, how to, how to get hired at a brewery show. And right. Mike wrote in and he said, uh, Hey, John Jamel, the show idea is awesome. Please do it so I can share it. I'm a long time listener of all the shows in the BN. You guys taught me to brew a couple of years ago. I took a massive chance and a pay cut to brew at a startup brew pub on a seven barrel Frankenbrew system. Anyway, as we grow, we need to hire people to help in the brewery. We get tons of resumes from home brewers. Some have volunteer experience. Some have even gone through schooling, but most have nothing. The problem is everyone wants to start at 40K a year, work only Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, and they think they fucking know everything. (laughs) (laughs) I have been critiqued by home brewers for asking for too much for insisting a candidate be able to lift 150 pounds over and over again, not paying enough, requiring candidates to be able to work while cold, hot, and on their hands and knees, and requiring candidates to work odd hours once in a while. I also prefer people who have a little mechanical aptitude. You have to be able to fix things on the fly. Amen. Uh, I think this topic would open some eyes to people if it came from you, too. I want uh, people to know that with any career change, you have to take make sacrifices and work from the bottom up. And with that, you have to constantly educate yourself on brewing during your time. If you are truly passionate, you will find a way to make this work. That's what I'm trying to do, and I know that it will pay off. I have a lot to learn, but I know if I continue to work hard and continue learning, I will make it in this industry. I know this is long, but it was a great show idea. I love the that you two touch on the pro side of things thanks mike and i'll tell you that that's i, I that's would a, hire mike yeah. right there mike sent me that, that email wanted a job i'd be like oh, all right hey there you go that's you know right there he understands what's going on in a brewery and yeah. and so many people that are applying for jobs in the brewery i mean you know a brewery's constantly hiring people yeah but there's so many more people that want jobs in a brewery than there are brewery jobs so you yeah. have to you have to know what you're doing trying to get a job. I think there's a, there's per, per, perception. I mean, people think, oh, yeah, working in a brewery, all you do is stand around and drink beer all day. Mm-hmm. And no. <laughs> no. I mean, you talk to every pro brewer, what are they drinking? Coffee, you right. know, or soda, or wa- just straight water. I mean, uh, it, it's If they hard have time work. to stop and drink something, yes. Yeah. It's, it's hard work. Hard physical labor. Uh, lots of cleaning. Uh, you know, lots of challenges, and it's not about drinking beer. Mm-hmm. It's got nothing to do with drinking beer. Yeah, yeah. So, well, we'll we'll explore this in depth during this show. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, you know, there's 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 a lot of uh, misconceptions and 
and uh, people that think that they understand how it goes to get a job. And then I get people all the time saying, you know, I've applied everywhere. How come I'm not getting a job at a brewery? I should be getting a job. And, well, you know, it's not them. It's it's you. Yeah. How's that uh, resume looking? Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's not that there are no jobs or that, uh, you know, it's they're finding somebody more qualified, less annoying, and more to their liking than you. It is you. Uh, so hopefully through this show we can explain to you where we want to go. We want to walk through what it is you should be looking for. We should walk through what what the brewery's looking for. We should we'll walk through what uh, what it's going to take to uh, you know best present yourself to the brewery. So yeah. the uh, uh, you know, brewery will invite you in for an interview, and what and what not to do during the interview. I don't know if we're going to cram this all in one show, or it's going to end up being two shows. But uh, stay tuned, and we'll uh, we'll get cracking on uh, how to get a job in a brewery. All right, we'll be back right after this. In engineering, think innovation, passion, quality, and customer service. Blickman Gear is designed by brewers to give you a sense of pride in your equipment. At Blickman, they know what makes brewing a pain and build gear that makes it fun. Like the intuitive beer gun, a completely different approach to filling bottles. The Therminator Wart Chiller, a new take on a plate chiller that's sized for flow, performance, and the high groundwater temps homebrewers face every day. The Brewmometer, a brilliant weldless thermometer design with brewing parameters right on the dial. The Auto Sparge, ultimate simplicity for preventing an overflow or running your mash tun dry. And much more, like the modular top-tier brewing stand, conical fermenters, and their boiler maker brew pots. With more cutting-edge equipment coming soon, keep up with the latest from Blickman at BlickmanEngineering.com and stay on the cutting edge. Hey, Jack, what you doing? <laughs> Playing Warcraft? No way. It's TBG time, buddy. TBG? Get with it. I'm playing that brewery game. What brewery game? No, that's the name of the site, thatbrewerygame.com. What? Yeah, check it out, man. If you've ever brewed beer in your dreams or wish you could mash in right from your desk at work, you can. Kind of. With That Brewery Game. You can brew up a great batch of beer from anywhere, virtually. Then you can sell it, because in that brewery game, it's legal to sell your beer to the public, create recipes, brew virtually, upgrade your equipment, upload labels, and test market your brand at thatbrewerygame.com. You still slinging pissed off birds into buildings from your phone? Forget that. Try making beer. Sweet. Register right now for your free account at thatbrewerygame.com. Brew. Drink. Play. ThatBreweryGame.com A vial of White Labs yeast is the key to your best beer. When you open a vial of White Labs yeast, you're giving your beer its best chance for a perfect fermentation. In addition to their already incredible variety of yeasts, White Labs is proud to announce WLP 90, San Diego's super yeast, now available year-round. WLP 90 is super clean, super fast fermenting, with low esters and has a neutral flavor and aroma profile. It's alcohol tolerant and highly flocculent. For more of the latest White Labs news, click over to 
whitelabs.com, where you can read reviews of yeast, learn in the lab section, and join the customer club. And if you should find yourself in San Diego, White Labs has a brand new training facility for craft brewers and home brewers alike. Whitelabs.com. Discover yeast, nutrients, enzymes, and more for commercial breweries, home brewers, and homebrew stores. White Labs. It's all in the vial. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it, too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for any beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone certification program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones know beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious, Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. Hi, I'm Jason Harris, the proud owner here at Keystone Homebrew Supply. We're thrilled to be entering our 20th year of supplying this great industry. And to show you, the Brewing Network Army, how much we appreciate your support, we're offering you 10% off your first order on our website, keystonehomebrew.com. Just use coupon code BNARMY at checkout, and I'll get your order out the same day. My goal at Keystone Homebrew Supply has always been to have a complete supply of everything a brewer could want. When you place your order online or when you come into our store, it's our goal to have everything on your list and more. One aspect of KeystoneHomebrew.com that we're really excited about is the ability to fulfill customers' exact grain bills. Do you hate to wait? Keystone Homebrew Supply can get your precious yeast and hops to you within just one day if you live between Connecticut and Virginia and within two days east of the Mississippi. KeystoneHomebrew.com I'm Jason Harris and I approve this message. Back to the two guys that know how to turn beer into beer. This is Brew Strong. Wreck. Yes. Talking about getting a job. Job in a brewery. Yes. Yeah. Be a little more specific here, John. Okay. Well, I mean, I, you know, frequently find myself telling people, go get a job. But I don't specify <laughs> the brewery part. This is how you yell at your children. Go get a job, God yeah. damn it. Dad, I'm five. <laughs> like when I, and then he's like, when I was five, That's I was right. writing books on how to brew. <laughs> you lazy, shiftless little bastard. And they're still selling today. Yeah. I was on version three by the time I was your age. <laughs> and I had potty trained oh, myself. Oh, version. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Over. Yeah. Version. Uh, version. Uh, yeah. A version. Yes. All right. So, uh, what are we doing here, John? Well, um, all right. We're gonna. I think starting. You know, why would? Um, why are they? Why is this person looking for a brewery job? I mean, let's yeah. let's get down to brass tacks, as they say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, you know, you you think you want a job in a brewery, but uh, what are those reasons? Right. I mean, a lot of times people are saying. Uh, Oh, I love brewing beer. I love home brewing. 
I want to I work in a beer. brewery. Yeah. Well, then if if you love if you love brewing beer, I'll tell you what you should do. You should be a home brewer because then it's all about brewing beer and then you can have a regular job that actually pays good money. Right. And gives you time off to do things like brewing beer. Yeah. If you work in a brewery, you not afforded all those luxuries. Very true. I mean, sometimes you get, you know, free beer as a comp- part of your compensation, but uh, it's um, more than a lot then, of work. If you brew your own beer as a home brewer, then you got lots. Of you've got lots of beer to drink as much as you want. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the brewery, um, you know, we yeah, we're a little fast and loose with the underfills, and you know, if people get themselves right. a pint after work we're fine but it's not you know people think that it's like an endless supply of beer no 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 that's our product that's something that cost us to manufacture right. which we need to sell in order to stay in business if we gave it away to everybody we would not do so well that's right yeah so uh homebrew you can give away commercial beer not so much yeah i remember you telling me you know the first well, the first few months you guys were in business i mean you know beer festivals would come up and they're going yeah you want they want us to donate beer Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I'm not making any money. This is kind of difficult. Mm-hmm. Right, right. They're, well, and the worst thing is, not only do they ask for beer, but some of them ask for money and <laughs> then the beer. Yeah. They're like, well, you know, if you want to participate, tell you what, you give us $450. And what we'll do is uh, allow you to participate and give us beer to pour at these things. Like, oh, please, get away from us. I mean, it's already bad enough with a lot of supposed, uh, I'm getting off on tangent here, but a lot of supposed festivals that are working for a non-profit. Oh, please. You know, it's like a few hundred bucks to go to the non-profit, all the rest going in some dude's pocket. Jamil is feverishly doing the quote thing with his fingers as he's speaking, (laughs) by the way. Well, I was just exercising. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I just, you know, I'm just, I'm just stunned at that. So, yeah. um, so what are good reason, reasons for wanting to work in a brewery? Oh, well, I think if you're, you know, uh, a masochist, a masochist, <laughs> yeah, no, you know, there's industries you'll, you realize, uh, anything you do, you know, it's hard work, any job you have right. anywhere to earn money, to earn a living, it's hard work and you're there's a lot of yeah there's a (laughs) lot of stuff that you have to do that you don't like there's uh you know a lot of uh uh, effort that you have to put in and you know time you have to put in at a miserable pay and all that but you know you need a job Mm -hmm. and if that job is also something you enjoy you enjoy the you know uh the industry yeah uh you know not necessarily making beer but making beer is you know 20 percent the other eighty percent is all the business part of it. It's right. uh, you know working with suppliers and, and distributors. It's working with trucking companies. It's uh, you know fixing broken equipment. It's yeah. uh, working with the customers. And, tap room. And, yeah. It's festivals. It's all that you know. Uh, uh, working with uh, government agencies. It's doing lots right. of spreadsheets. It's all that stuff. You know, so it's a lot of miserable stuff that you don't want to do. But there is a little bit of brewing, and you know if you love you know the beer idea of work in the beer industry yeah then perhaps and you're pr- willing to be miserable while you're doing it, <laughs> yeah. then perhaps um you know it could be for you yeah it's i mean it's pride of pride of pr- 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 yeah. pride of participation and ownership of mm-hmm. the product um, mm-hmm. 
I mean, uh, I used to work, I used to work in the orthodontic industry for one, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, you know, orthodontics putting very, you know, making the braces that go on people's teeth, not a terribly interesting career you would think, but I did take a lot of satisfaction from it. And when you got a, a design job from a hooker with straight teeth. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I suppose that would be, I was supposed to be, kind of, but no, I mean, in terms of designing product, <laughs> You know, building the product, oh. get it, and and completely then, different way than I thought you were. Yes, doing. Yeah. sorry about that. No, I was, I was going to be serious this time. Okay, right. <laughs> but you know, and if uh, if you if you bring that kind of attitude to working in a brewery where you're excited to be a part of the process of making the beer mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. selling the beer and you know being a part of the industry, then great. Well, and be aware that your part in brewing the beer. For the first few years, may just be Mop. Pick, picking orders, scrubbing yeah. the floor, cleaning the bathrooms, you know, milling in grain. Yeah. You know, you may have been milling in grain for, you know, a year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's your part of the brewing process. And, and it's not to denigrate any of those those steps. You know, that's all critical stuff. It's got to be done. To, yeah. to, you know, make the brewery run. So it's not like... You're doing something uh, worthless. The brewery is paying you to do it because it is important. Yeah. If it wasn't needed to be done, if it wasn't important, the brewery wouldn't pay you. They'd they'd just not do it. Right. That's true. Yeah. So I, you know, that's. I think you know, if you if you envision working at a brewery being you brewing beer all the time and drinking beer, don't. Don't go into this industry. Even right. the 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 person who brews the most is not, you know, constantly innovating new recipes and doing stuff like that. You know, yeah. any any brewery that is of any size is brewing the same recipes over and over again. Yeah, you got to brew consistently. It's mm-hmm. not it's not creative, right? And it's it's that pale ale, that IPA that you brew every week or multiple times a week. Yeah. And you make lots of it because that's the main seller. And then every once in a while, you get to do something a little bit different. Yeah. But that's if you're lucky. You yeah. know, you're yeah. constantly, uh, you know, what we're producing now, we produce uh, 120 barrels of twin, 120 barrels of cousin. <laughs> then we knock out a bunch of porter and chocolate hazelnut porter. And then we brew 120 barrels of twin, 120 barrels of cousin. <laughs> We knock out, you know, like 60 barrels of porter, 60 barrels of chocolate and porter, 120 barrels. You know, that's what yeah. it is. It's the same thing over and over again. When do we get to brew sour beer? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. No problem. We'll just, we'll just slip that in there. And then I get to take it home when it's done, right? Oh, sure, sure. Whatever. We can't uh, <laughs> We can't serve to real customers. We'll give it to you. Absolutely. That's what we should do. We should do like uh, the fantasy answer. Where like they, we ask the question they're thinking, and you give the answer that they wish they could hear, right? That they expect they're going to hear. Can I have a party with all my friends at the brewery? Oh, of course. How, you know how many can you possibly get down here? The more, the merrier. I don't think we'll run out of beer. They yeah. can all just drink right off the fermenter. So yeah, here and you, and you, here's the keys. You lock up. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like you've been listening on my conversations. Oh yeah. But that's, I think, you know, in a nutshell, you know, where, yeah, the perceptions of people. Well, yeah, why per- people have these perceptions, and you know, I think you kind of 
gave a, a good answer as to why people should be looking for a brewery job. I really can't give that answer yeah, yeah. because I don't know why people would be. I just don't don't understand uh, having having been a home brewer. I, know, I was yeah. telling you earlier today uh-huh. that uh, I think the ideal job is like a job you have where oh, yeah. where if you love beer, here's the ideal job. <laughs> you want to be John Palmer because one, you get to homebrew, yeah. right? Homebrew all you want, make all sorts of homebrew, brew anytime, yeah. and then you use that information to go talk about beer, right. to go drink beer with people, right. and to write about beer. Yeah, that's the ideal. I love beer job, right? Yeah, there. and I and I can when I travel, I can walk into a brewery and say, "Hi, I'm John Palmer," and they hand me a beer. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. There you go. Now, you see now. If you're just a brewer, you're just like you're, you know, one step above a janitor. I think. Uh, well, yeah, that is true. It's good brewing is seventy five percent cleaning, if not more. Well, that's the thing. People don't understand what a what a brewery's looking for. Yeah, you know they they don't uh, they think that you know they're looking for you know somebody passionate about beer who yeah. uh, who fit a, in and have just a great be, palate and yeah. and I'm I'm quirky and have a great sense of humor. Like, no. Yeah. If you've been working at all for any length of time, and it doesn't matter what's the beer industry or any industry, Mm. you learn that employers are looking for people to perform a job, a Mm -hmm. task, Mm -hmm. you know, and perform it consistently and reliably Mm -hmm. and timely. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, and it's the same in the brewing business. I mean, Mm -hmm. this is a business, as you well know now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you've, we've talked about it on the show several times. I mean, it's got uh, it's very got a, it's got a low or a small profit margin, mm-hmm. and you've got to you've got to be smart about that every step of the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, like you're saying, uh, you're looking for somebody to fill a role, somebody yeah. who'll be stable, somebody who's because uh, here's the thing: a, a, a brewery. Uh, is investing in their employees. Any yeah. any company is investing right. in their employees. They hire somebody because they think that they could be great at what they're what what the position of need they have. Yeah. And either they already are great and you expect them to continue to be great and you're going to pay them more or they're rough raw like the people we're talking about here. Right. And you see something in them and you think this person potential. Yeah. has potential. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to hire them at minimum wage, and I'm going to invest in them. I'm going to right. take a bunch of labor hours from all my other very experienced people, right? and I'm going to transmit knowledge to this person, get this person trained. And that's going to cost me many thousands of dollars in labor and mistakes and time and everything else Efficiency, and lost yeah. production. Yeah. So I'm going to invest that in this person because I think that they have the potential. Sometimes you strike out and you don't hire the the person that could be a great brewer, and so well, well, you know, you let them go or you keep them, you know, just sweeping the floors, moving around. Yeah, you know, they could be you know good, great at sweeping the floors. Okay, but if you find the right kind of person that you can um, uh, invest in, and then mm-hmm. they grow and they learn and they become really good, then Right. What you do is you start paying them more, right? And you employ them, and you 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 keep them on. You save them for yourselves. Right. You got first crack at them, right? Yeah, right. If you don't pay them more, and you know they're you know they're not to where you think you could pay them, and they think they can get money more money somewhere else, then off they go. That's fine. Right. 
but that's the risk that the brewery takes. The mm-hmm. brewery invests the training in them, and then that person tries to cash in on it, either there at that brewery or at another brewery. Yeah, but the the, the point is, I mean, they are learning on the job. They are mm-hmm. learning a very valuable, you know, valuable skill. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's that's that's you know, it may be minimum wage to start, but you know, the, you've, people getting into this industry need to understand that they will be learning more on this job than in a lot of other jobs. Well, and that's that's why you know, we start everyone at minimum wage. So there's the whole thing on internships and uh, and people that say they want to work for free. Right. First off, if you're telling me, ah, oh, yeah, I'll work for free. I get the people emails from people all the time. I'll work for free. I don't care. I just want to go and learn and work hard and I'll do all this stuff. And then uh, you tell them, you know, send in a resume, and they're like, well, you know, that seems like too much work. Um, <laughs> or they're like, yeah. I'm like, well, you know, when would you be available to do all this free work? You know, I could probably stop by maybe like a Saturday evening or an afternoon, spend a couple <laughs> hours, right. you know. It's like, uh, so you want to come by, interrupt the brewers to have them teach you something then you want to drink some beer and go away mm-hmm. not going to work if you're looking at you know first off i don't think people should be employed for free right. you are gaining a lot of value in you know knowledge but you shouldn't be working for free i mean you know you should unless you should you're a teenager paid. you know summer internship you know yeah even then i mean you know somebody should you know cut you some wages for right. you know right. if if you're not worth paying that amount of wages then True. you are horrible you know <laughs> yeah. you, you know you should go to a place where they at least value you enough to give you a minimum wage in my opinion and in certain states there are laws against ha- having somebody work for free it's against right. the law like in california you have to when you employ somebody in an internship the combination of pay <laughs> and the value of the experience they are gaining as if they went to school for it, right. the combination of those two need to be higher than what they would get if they just went out and got a job. Okay. So you got to figure a lot of these people could go out and get, you know, $10, $12 an hour jobs. Right. So you need to, you need to make up that amount of wages. Okay. I'll tell you what, I, you know, I'm not going to do the paperwork and and do all that stuff. And I also feel like, you know, it's kind of dishonest. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. <laughs> if I pay you nothing and tell you you're gaining all this value from. So what we do is we pay minimum wage. It's a minimum wage job. And right. a lot of breweries, I mean, they'll hire experienced brewers at minimum wage. Oh, That's yeah. what experience, experienced brewers are getting at a lot of breweries. $8 an hour, eight fifty. Yeah. So we'll start, we start people off at, at eight bucks an hour. And, uh, and then we invest in them. So we, we feel like we are paying them a, a decent wage because of the cost of, of training these people up. Um, I, I think, uh, you know, to, to get into what we're looking for, it's really, uh, like uh, Mike mentioned in his uh, email, mechanical aptitude is good. Yeah. So we're yeah. looking for people that, you know, mechanical aptitude, willing to work hard. Yep. know how to clean not afraid of working you know right. cleaning um get down get your knees wet right clean right stuff. Yeah. um people that understand that uh you know it's not a uh, a uh 
uh, you know, go in and drink kind of kind of place. Yeah, it's Not, uh, yeah, you know, that's called break time. <laughs> right, right. And during break time, what you do is you go eat your lunch, have your you know your glass of water and your or your soda or whatever with your lunch, and then you get your ass back to work. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, it's it's uh, you know hard hard physical job. So I think that uh, you know in general you're looking for you know a freaking hardworking employee, and if you were making you know shoelaces, you're looking mm-hmm. for that same employee. I think yeah. you know. You're looking for somebody even better than you are for, uh, for you know, the shoelace center or shoelace <laughs> factory or whatever it is. Those aglets, yes. I was saying uh, during the break that you wouldn't expect that in any other industry, right? Like, you wouldn't ever apply at the Ferrari factory in Italy and say, I, I want to work on the line because I really want to drive Ferraris. It makes no sense. Right, That's right. not what you're doing. You're not a race car driver. Well, we we get people in. It's like I like to drink beer. Right. I'd be a good brewer. I've gotten that, I've gotten that resume. I really love drinking. Therefore, I'd be a great brewer. I'd be a great employee right. for you. I'm a great driver. Therefore, I can work the l- right. lug nut gun on the line. Right. Huh? Right. Maybe you could sweep up after the lug nut guy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. It is what it is. Uh. All right, let's do this. Let's take another short break. And when we come back, we will get into uh, what your resume should look like in order to get yourself an interview. Sounds good. Back after this. A few things happened 30 years ago. ARPANET migrated to TCPIP and the Internet was born. Revenge of the Jedi was renamed Return of the Jedi and opened in theaters. Mila Kunis and Emily Blunt were born, beginning a rad fantasy in my mind. But all of that pales next to the fact that HopTech opened its doors and began blowing homebrewers right out of their mash tuns. HopTech doesn't fuck around. Real people shipping awesome shit straight to you. Their new website is fast and easy to navigate. Or just call 800-379-4677 and let badass bitch Jade and brewing brother Roberto blow their warm load of customer service all over you. So visit the site or visit the store in Dublin, California and support those that support you. Get your brewing on at hoptech.com. BN Army, I'm here to talk seriously for a second. You all are partially responsible for something explosive, and it's time you answer for it. Moonlight Meadery is exploding. Yeah, exploding across the country. Wait, they just landed in Australia with insane quality meads. With nearly 70 different varieties of mead on the market, Moonlight Meadery has blown up the mead category and completely reinvented it. Seriously? What? Seriously? What? You're paying money for that watered-down mead when you could have a Moonlight Mead? Moonlight Meads explode with quality and flavor. They're a party in a bottle. Did someone say party? If you want mead and want the best, you want meads from Moonlight Meadery and will accept nothing less. Be a part of the BN Mead Explosion and ask for, no, demand Moonlight Meads at your favorite bottle shop. Moonlight Meads. Girly names. Manly Meads. Hey, sign me up for that party. Nico, listen, our lawyers said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months until the next meeting. Kids. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines. I'm the professional. <clears throat> 
Hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment nine years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Heller High Watermelon Wheat Beer and Brew Free or Die IPA throughout California and Alaska. And now it's also available on draft at select accounts in the Bay Area. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in the can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. Williams Brewing announces their first customer recipe issue since 1991. This free 64-page catalog includes 27 of the best home brewing recipes submitted by their regular customers. Best of all, this paper-only catalog is free for the asking. Just go to williamsbrewing.com and click on the free customer recipe issue link. This offer expires October 18th. While you are on the site, check out some of the latest exclusives like the Williams Oatmeal Stout Malt Extract, the Big Oxygen System, and they even have their own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse their vast selection and enjoy their famous customer service. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 4 p.m. Pacific Time weekdays ship the same day. Brewing is easy the Williams way. Like the Lance Armstrong of the beer world. Except for that nut thing. This is Bruce Strong. All right, we're back. I just love doing these shows. <laughs> just thinking about how, how great a time I'm having. Yeah. Oh, we gotten some, we've gotten some fun emails, too, on this topic. Yeah. And, uh, a lot of people writing in on how to get a job at a brewery and stuff. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, this one's kind of good. It's uh, or it's you know, it's it's a good lead into what we're going to talk about next. Um, you know, I'll paraphrase a little bit, but um, this this guy wrote in and said, "I'm in the process of making a career change and looking to f- for work in the brewery in any capacity, but aspire to brew. Uh, I've won a silver and light hybrid for Kolsch and and uh, some honorable mentions and uh, some other competitions. I've been trolling the Help Wanted forum at Prober.com as well as visiting local breweries, but have not had much success. It seems that everyone wants previous industry experience or a brewing degree, which I have neither. So uh, he goes on to outline his resume that he sent in. But, uh, you know, it's, it's a good lead-in. You know, what what are breweries looking for on a resume to, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. for, it, for them to be interested and bring in somebody for an interview? Well, and here's the thing, and, and kind of a sense I get from something like that is, you know, I'm a great brewer. I know what I'm doing. I I want to be your brewer. Uh, you know, I won some some awards. You know, my shit don't stink. I know everything. You <laughs> yeah. should give me a chance. You know, I'd be a great brewer because yeah, I'd be your brewmaster. Right, and. You know, somebody like that would probably be dead inside of a week in our brewery, you know, because they'd open the wrong valve and, you know, get their head crushed. Yeah. They'd be boiled to death. Who knows? And that's the thing that I think a lot of people don't don't understand. And I think, you know, I I always wondered why there's quite a few pro brewers who dislike home brewers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
I still don't understand that 100%, but I think part of it has to do with, well, you know, they believe they know everything and, you know, they don't really realize what the job is like and the things that the job requires. Yeah. And they think that, you know, they could be great um, just by, you know, coming in because they've brewed some homebrew. So you need to be very careful about that on your resume and on your cover letter. You need to show that you are interested in learning, that you have learned a little bit as a home brewer, Mm -hmm. and, uh, uh, you know, that that you, you, um, you know, I would go, you know, let's say you've been home brewing for a few years. Right. You know the basics now. Right. It's like, and, and what you should say from that on your resume is, home brewer for a few years i've I've, i feel like i've learned the basics well Mm -hmm. i have a lot i know i have a lot to learn right then it sounds a lot better it's like okay well here's somebody who understands that they've just scratched the surface there's so much more to learn uh you know in brewing and so much more to do in brewing than uh you know yeah making some home brews and and if you want some metals that's great just you know, I would kind of put it in different terms as to. I'm an uh, you experienced know, home brewer. It, it, or, or well, and even, even then, it's like you know, I've been home brewing X number of years. Let 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 the brewery decide how experienced you are, because okay, uh, yeah. that might be different brewery to brewery. Sure. And um, again, they may not value it as highly at one place or another. But say, hey, I've been home brewing, so I've learned the basics of you know all grain for a couple of years. I've learned the basics of of all grain brewing. Right. That's great. I don't have to teach you about you know conversion and things like that. Right. Um, and in order to get better feedback on my beers, I've been entering in, into competition. I've had some you know uh, good results. You know X Y Z. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but I know that my beers could be better. I know that, you know, I, I, I have a lot more to learn. I know that, you know, there are different challenges in you or know, just commercial say, brewing. I'm interested in learning to brew on a on a commercial scale. Yes. Well yeah, yeah, yeah. But even then I'd be very careful. I'd use the word the challenges of brewing on a commercial scale. I okay. wouldn't say I'm interested in learning like, oh, I already know this. Eh, throw me the other pieces of information. I'm done. It's like no, the <laughs> challenges of it. Okay, you got to do a little kiss ass to <laughs> the true. to the to whoever you're getting a job from. Doesn't matter where you're going. Yeah, right. If you think you know everything, the person that's hiring you, if you if you express to the person that's hiring you that you think they know more than them and that you have nothing to learn from them, right? Then there's no reason for that person to hire you. Right. right? Yeah. Um, That's the same in engineering, too. I mean, mm-hmm, you graduate mm-hmm. with your degree and you're going for that first engineering job. You know, you're, you know, it's clearly you have more to learn from this company you're going to try to work for. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they are, it's the same situation where they're looking for somebody that is willing to listen, take direction, and and do the job that they're going to be hiring them to do. Right. Not, you know, saying, hey, I'm, I'm going to be in, I'm going to be designing airplanes, and or I'm going to be doing this and that, my, doing my thing. You can design the t- toilet paper holder yeah. on the airplane, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, this is, uh, you know, the, the job, a job at a brewery is to perform a task and perform it well, not to 
brew your beers it's to brew their beers mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. what the case may be right and you know a, 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 a wise you know manager or wise person hiring people is going to try and hire somebody that is more capable than they are smarter than they are right more able to you know do a great job than they can by themselves right they want to hire you know when i look to hire somebody i want somebody i'm thinking man they know stuff that i don't know they're more energetic they're smarter they're better than me mm-hmm. that's the person i want to hire okay but i don't want somebody coming in telling me that they they are smarter better than me right i want somebody with a little bit of humility so because i want somebody that believes there's something they could learn from me Mm -hmm. and i want to believe there's something i could learn from them but i want to believe it's a two-way street that they're learning from me and i'm learning from them and we're both benefiting and we're both going to do great together yeah versus you think you know everything and you don't right and you're not you're going to be hard to train and that's the problem a lot of homebrewers run into. It's like, I'm a great homebrewer. I don't know that you can really tell me anything. I've run, <laughs> I, I actually ran into somebody in New Orleans a long time ago, and I told the story before, that told me he'd been brewing for 10 years, and there was nothing anybody could tell him about brewing, that he knew everything there was possible to know about brewing. <laughs> wow. I'm like, really? Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I don't think that there's any really great brewers who would ever tell you that. That's right. I don't think there's a single one that would tell you that. No. no. And so I was like, this guy's a total idiot. And if somebody comes in and tells me they know everything about brewing, there's no way I would hire them. Absolutely right. not. You you know, if you believe you know so much about brewing that you don't need to go to UC Davis or Siebel Institute or American you know uh, Brewers Guild or any of that, you're not going to get hired. Right. Go away. That person does not understand brewing, does not understand how complex it is, that a lot of the subtleties of it, right? Right. So what I'm looking for is somebody that, um, first off, can follow instructions. Right. We post job uh, uh, jobs on, on uh, the internet, and what uh, we say is, you know, here's the requirements of the job, and we list cleaning, 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 and uh, we explain that it's minimum wage. And then uh, we say, if you're interested, don't call the brewery. Don't stop by. Email your resume. Your first step is to email your resume. Right. We'll take a look at it. If we like what we see, we'll call you in for an interview. We'll call you, interview you on the phone. Then we call you in for an interview if we like you after that. We don't have time to screw with people wandering in, dropping off resumes and bottles of beer. You know, there is a process. We are very busy. We don't. The reason we're hiring people is we don't have enough people to do the jobs that are already there. (laughs) So if you come in and take up time with your calls and stopping by. It's well-meaning, but. you're, You're not doing what we're telling you to do, which is email your resume. That's your step. Don't go outside of that. Do follow instructions. <laughs> Same thing is, um, uh, you know, on your resume, if it's sloppy, okay, right. don't have a sloppy resume. If you cannot spell, have somebody spell check your resume. Or, you know, in a modern, even web browsers spell check nowadays. Yeah. If you can't spell, that's okay, but, uh, you know, 
you should be able to, you know, fix it up a little bit. You should have enough attention to detail yeah. in the brewing environment. Yeah, show it's some not commitment a, to this. Yeah. It's not a sloppy business. This requires people of precision and attention to detail to make right. great beer. And so if you can't be bothered to check what you're sending in, you can't be bothered to brew properly. Eh, you know, you've really got dinged a lot of points. Now I understand not everybody's great at writing. Not everybody's, you know, that's sure. okay. That's all right. That's, you need to be able to communicate well. And we, we could catch that in a, in a one-on-one interview talking to you. Right. You need to be able to communicate at least a little bit in, in text and, and show that you're not sloppy. So I get, uh, people sending in cover letters that say, I love your brewery. I love your beers. You're really the only place I ever would want to work. You know, I, 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 you know, you are the end all be all of breweries to me. You know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you know, I, I just need a chance to come and prove myself. And it's addressed to Lagunitas. Yeah. You know, I'm <laughs> like, yeah, couldn't even be bothered. To change, you know, the... Get the name you know, right. Yeah. So. You know, if you're going to send something to a brewery, make sure you've got the name right. If you're going to mention their beers, make sure you've got the names of the beers right and the styles. If you're going to talk about them and say how much you love them, yeah. you might want to spell it correctly. You might want to, you know, just double check all that information that is unique to a, a given brewery that you have updated it. Yeah. If you contact me and tell me how much you like supplication, I agree with you. It's a great beer, but we don't <laughs> brew it. Yeah. yeah. So thank you for applying to Russian River. You're, you're, you're <laughs> clearly, you know, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know, it's better to say to somebody, you know, I really want to be a brewer. I've applied to a number of breweries in the area because I really want to be in the industry. I understand how much hard work it is. I understand, you know, that it is not all about brewing. It's more about cleaning. It's more about, you know, hard work. But I really do feel like the people in the industry is something for me. I feel like, you know, uh, this is my career path that I would be satisfied for the rest of my life. Uh, You know, thus I have applied to all the breweries in the area just hoping to, you know, uh, break in. Uh-huh. That I can accept. Telling, yeah. blowing smoke up my ass, telling me that I'm the only brewery you love, right. and that you like our, you know, uh, um, uh, Anchor Steam. Uh, I'm like, yeah. dude, you know, you're just lying to me, and that's very clear. Yeah. Just be honest. Yeah. And, and be straightforward. Yeah, and don't don't go the other way either. Where it's like, you know, I've I've applied to dozens of breweries, and you know, if it's not. <laughs> This one, okay, me, I'll get it. Yeah, I'll work with whatever one. Explain. Yeah. It's like the the only reason. I'm doing it. <laughs> or you could say, hey, I've applied. I've applied to all the really good breweries in this area. You know, then that's mm-hmm. even better. It's like okay, so you consider us one of the good breweries. I, that I could believe. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and there are other good breweries in the area. Okay, okay, that's a little more acceptable. And uh, you know, as far as uh, you know the. Um, other things you can do on there i think that uh what kind of i mean what i one question we got in the email is uh you know what should i have on my resume what kind of experience should i talk about Mm -hmm. should it Mm -hmm. just be my home brewing experience uh or should i talk about you know the job i had at mcdonald's um or you know yard work or you know 
Uh, what do you consider a good work experience when it comes uh, to applying for a brewery job? That's a great question, John. I think um, there's a few things we look for. So, like Mike mentioned, mechanical aptitude is good. Yep. Uh, you know, people that that work on you know mechanics. You know, it's like uh, I got one guy that that applied that was uh, worked in uh, automotive and it was, you know trained auto mechanic and you know hmm. repairing cars things like that i'm like boy that's useful skills and he's like i can repair anything i can repair you know cars mm-hmm. you know other you know mechanical pieces of equipment that's really my aptitude i'm like that's a great thing to have in a brewery yeah crap is breaking down all the time you buy new pieces of equipment for millions of dollars and that crap is breaking down <laughs> and you're dead in the water yeah you're stopped. right so somebody with mechanical aptitude wonderful if you can weld welding yeah put it on put it on your resume it's like you know and and people say you know i've, I've taken so i i got one person that applied uh who worked on the bay bridge welding on the bay bridge i'm like oh, great nice you know yeah. nice nice that's a certified welder uh somebody that's like you know i've i've done my own welding you know i'm not you know the greatest welder but i can i can weld stuff up hey good thing to put on your resume you know yeah. it's like hey if you you know You'd probably be the best welder in our brewery at that point. That's a good one on there. Um, things like uh, uh, I had people that worked for the CCC, uh, the California Conservation Corps. Okay, yep. there you're working your ass off. You're building trails. You're you're you're, right. you're doing hard, physical, sweaty labor at you know minimum wage, and you know you're 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 roughing it. That's, <laughs> that's what that's, this job is. That's yeah. a tough person, yeah, right? That's right. Great. I like to see that. Mm-hmm. You you know you uh, you worked at the porta potty company, and uh, when it came time to dive to the bottom of the tank to pick up the lost jewelry, you were the guy. Uh, sounds good. <laughs> somebody who's not afraid to get dirty. Absolutely. Yeah. Somebody who's willing to do whatever. Okay. Okay. I believe that. Somebody who works in you know, and, and I think uh, we uh, we hired one guy now. He worked for a uh, a cheese uh, a cheese maker cheese company. Okay. Yeah. I'm like great. You know, you're working with food. He, you know, part of his resume was I have to ensure that we're maintaining certain sanitary quality because, you know, it's right. food, food that could kill somebody. Right. So, all right. All right. Hey, that's good. You know, that's, that's an important thing to point out. He's like, you know, I do warehouse stuff. Oh, excellent. Point out the warehouse. You know, if you've, if you've worked in a warehouse, moving products around, you yeah. understand that. Forklift operator. Taking things in, moving things out. Uh, if you've worked in restaurants, food, uh, where you've had to be, uh, you know, uh, controlled by the health department, things like that makes a difference too, because yeah. there's certain standards that uh, have to be followed as well. Right. So all that is is good. Um, you know, I think people that uh, you know, I grew up on a farm. Every morning, I'd have to get up and milk the cows. It's if yeah. you milk cows on a farm, you're doing it every day. There's not a day where you can say, eh, I don't feel like it today. Right. You do it every freaking day. No matter what the weather is, you could be half dead with, with flu or cholera or whatever. You're still going out there and milking the cows, right? Right. Stuff like that really means something. I think that's, you know, if you can show on your resume, uh, you know, the hard work that you've put in, that yeah. you're not afraid of working hard. I, you know, and I even considered somebody who... Um, uh, played, uh, you know, college football. It's like, there's okay. a lot yeah. of, uh, you yeah. know, there's a lot of effort that goes into team sports. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's a willingness to push yourself physically. And yeah. discipline. 
and discipline yeah i think that that adds up so i like to look at, at things like that where it's like look I am, you know, somebody who will work hard. I'm not afraid of cleaning. I'm not right. afraid of, you know, learning new things. I believe that, you know, if I work hard enough, I can be, you know, a valuable asset to you. Right. That, I think, is is valuable. Mm-hmm. When you tell me, you know, how great you are and you don't think you need to learn anything and you can knock this job out. Yeah. You don't understand the job, and you're not right. you're not uh, you're not the the right kind of person. So, there's other things that I think that can help a lot. Um, you know, if somebody told me, you know, I've read How to Brew cover to cover a couple of times, uh-huh. I'm like, okay, you know, that's a big book. There's a lot in there. Yeah, or I read and, the yeast book, or you've read the yeast book, or you you know, I've read you know X I've read all these books, you know. Yep. And while I don't believe I know more than the authors, I've, I've, you know, tried to learn what they're telling me. Right. Okay, good. Somebody who's trying to learn, somebody who realizes they don't know everything, somebody who, uh, is, you know, gathering more information. It's like, I need an education. That's why I want to work at your brewery. I need to learn about brewing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You know, on a commercial level, I've learned the basics of homebrewing. Now I need to learn. Yeah. That, that sounds good. Um, a lot of times people are like, I'm going to do the Cicerone server thing. I'm like, why are you wasting your time? Who gives a crap, Cicerone? <laughs> BJCP, that's a little, that's something a little bit better. Um, I think there's, you know, more analysis of, of things in BJCP than Cicerone. Um, With regard to, then, you know, working in a brewery as a brewer. Right. Or, you know. Right. Because I mean, if you, you know, if if you're going to hire somebody for your tap room, let's say mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cicerone training is useful. That's fine for for tap room, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, you know, but so as a brewer, yeah, I get people telling like, oh, I'm going to spend time, you know, learning, you know, being a Cicerone. It's like, as a brewer, no, that's worthless. Don't 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 be going down that road. I'll tell you what, yeah, you could do, and I tell people all the time, there are online classes from American Brewers Guild. From Cibel yeah. Institute, from I think even UC Davis does some. There's yeah. universities that are doing more brewing related classes online. If you take some of those, you invest in those. They're, they're not not free, so you right. pay your money and you study those and you do well in those and get yourself an online certificate from one of these, uh, you know, American Brewers Guild, Cibel Institute, stuff like that, or. I went to White, uh, to White Labs and I took their yeast class, you know, their yeast laboratory right. class, and you and you paid for that and you learned and you've got that certificate. Yeah, that's huge. Those are things you can do. And and somebody complaining about, oh, I don't have previous brewers' experience. Ah, uh, that's you know, that's that's you being pathetic. That's you, <laughs> you know, expecting somebody to kiss your ass for being a home brewer mm-hmm. when you could take these other classes and say. I'm a home brewer yeah. who is really passionate about becoming a professional brewer. So what I did was I took my own money and I went to White Labs and took yeah. their yeast class. I went to Siebel Institute online and I took their, you know, brewers class. I took you know, American Brewers Guild. Yeah. And you do that and then your resume pops to the top. Yeah. You know, it's all about showing showing potential value to you as an employer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they're if they're willing to take the time and invest in themselves to 
you know, provide value to you. You know, that's, uh, that's, that's what you're looking for as opposed to the attitude. It's like, I know all this, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you can hire me and I'm, uh, I'm the best for the job. You don't need to consider everybody else. Right. You know, there's a difference in attitude. There. Well, right. And, but you know, and by somebody taking classes like that, mm-hmm. it shows me that they believe that there is other things they need to learn. Right. That they don't know it all. They're tr- they're doing everything they can to learn. When they come into my brewery, all the money that I'm spending on people to t- teach them everything they need to know to be a great brewer, yeah. commercially, they're going to soak it up versus, well, I already know everything. Why do I pay attention to this guy? Right. All right, let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll wrap up with uh, a little bit more on this. I don't know. I think we're going to go to another show on this. I'm I'm just saying. All right, back after this. And now, Northern Brewer presents What If Homebrewers Ruled the World. Ladies and gentlemen, if you'll follow me, I will lead you into the gallery area. Now, the first piece up for sale today is a Jamil Zena Chef original, a bottle of 1997 vintage Evil Twin. Oh, I see. A bidding for this one-of-a-kind piece will start at £7,000. And if you'll continue to follow me, ladies and gentlemen, I can show you a rather abstract piece from Bay Area brewer Justin Crossley. It's a German Doppelbach entitled Justin's Giant Bach. The brewer's notes here indicate that this beer has... Excellent mouthful. That's just a crazy dream. Or is it? With Northern Brewer, a thirsty nation can craft its own ale and water for the greater good of mankind. Northern Brewer, the home of superior customer service and the finest selection of home brewing goods for the future. Hi, I'm Jamel Zanishef, and in addition to my work on the Brewing Network, I write the style profile column in every issue of Brew Your Own Magazine. Hi, I'm Sean Paxton, and when I'm not prepping for the Home Brewed Chef on the Brewing Network, you can find me writing articles on how to cook with your home brew for Brew Your Own magazine. Greetings, cretins. This is John Palmer, and when I'm not writing for Brew Your Own, I'm reading it. John Palmer, Sean Paxton, Jamil Zanishev. If you love listening to them on the Brewing Network, you'll love reading their articles, tips, and recipes in the pages of Brew Your Own magazine. Join Jamil, John, and Sean eight times a year in Brew Your Own. And when you subscribe to BYO on the Brewing Network website, half of your subscription price goes right back to the BN to support great beer and food programming. So sign up for Brew Your Own magazine through the BN website today so you can listen and read. Read your way to better homebrew. That's it. I've had it. I am never putting hops in my beer again. What? Why? It's just too ridiculous. Insane prices, stupid contract, high shipping costs, crappy selection. Dude, you need Nico Brew. Nico Brew will rock your f***ing face right the f*** off your f***ing skull. $5 shipping to all 50 states, plus fantastic international rates get you low prices on Nico Brew's great selection of hops and more. Whether you're a home brewer, a pro brewer, or a homebrew shop owner, Nico Brew can get you the hops you need in increments big and small, single orders, spot buys, or full contracts. And there's only one place to join the uber-special Secret Elite. Elite Bare Bones Club, where you'll get the best deals anywhere. Holy f***ing shit! NicoBrew.com N-I-K-O-B-R-E-W NicoBrew, your bare bones buddy in the brewing business. 
Wooly, I'm beat. Can we find a nice tree to just hang out in for a while? You're beat? I've been swinging through this forest for 50 years, ever since we... Ever since we first escaped from the circus. I know, I know, but there's got to be more to life than exploring this creek and trying to populate the valley by copulating with loose, hairy girls. Mark, we stop. Look! What is that? It looks like a man-made treehouse. With fresh food. And craft beer. Welcome to the Creek Monkey Tap House, boys. Grab a seat. Creek Monkeys drink free. <laughs> awesome! The Creek Monkey Tap House in Martinez, California, takes their mission of fresh food and beer seriously. They only serve locally raised beef and chicken, as well as local sustainable produce. It's better for you and the planet, and it just tastes better. The beer and wine at Creek Monkey Tap House are chosen with the same care for the highest quality and rotate frequently to make each visit an adventure. Swing on into the Creek Monkey Tap House and enjoy a new legend of amazing food, beer, and wine. The Creek Monkey Tap House, online at creekmonkey.com. Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters, this is Jamel Zanisha, and I love a bold, hoppy beer when it spits resin in your face and makes you cry, Uncle. There are a lot of great hoppy beers out there, but at Heretic, we want to make something as bold, dank, and resiny as possible. We use hops at every chance we get, including multiple dry hop additions. The result is Heretic Evil Cousin. This light golden, 8% Imperial IPA has an easy malt character that helps take the edge off the massive bittering, but it takes a back seat to the in-your-face hop character. We make sure this beer finishes dry so the hops can jump out and slam me in the taste buds. If you can't get enough hoppy goodness, Evil Cousin is your cup of tea. Cheers. Back to the beer guys that make other beer guys look like wine guys. Brew strong. Make it sound like porn music. <laughs> is that what that is? <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Of- when, I'm, when I'm a wacko wacko on her bare behind, I tell you. I, think I-, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's the porn porn music that's going on in my head when I'm uh, browsing our great sponsor, AdamandEve.com. Uh-huh. You browse them often, hey? Uh, yeah, from time to time. Time to time, yeah. <laughs> a little here, a little there. If, okay. you, if you applied for a job at Adam and Eve, would you be like, I know everything there is to know about dildos. I cannot possibly learn anything more about plastic vaginas. I know it all. Yeah, I'd be like, I love uh, shoving a dildo in my ass. Uh, hire me. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And they'd be like, I'm sorry, going. we're looking for someone who's w- <laughs> somebody, open and willing to learn. Somebody who knows web development, <laughs> shipping, marketing, uh, yeah. handling of distribution, shipping. But I really like order jacking fulfillment. off, though. I really yeah. like yeah. to beat off. Yeah, I, I really love, uh, you know, spanking as to porn all day. Uh, why wouldn't you hire me? I really know everything about jacking off. I just don't understand. Right, right. No, I also misspelled Adam and Eve on my application. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Bob's House of Dildos, you're the greatest place that I've ever tried to apply to. I, I only want to work for you. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Well, I'll tell you, Adam and Eve, adamandeve.com, great folks. And uh, for a limited time only, uh-huh. apparently the last, you know, six years, uh-huh. Um <laughs> And I tell you, don't miss out on it because eventually they're going to stop this this That's madness, yeah. and you're going to you're going to be screwed, and not in a good way. I'll tell yeah. you, with Adam and Eve, you can get screwed in a, in a good way. Uh, you go there, you use the offer code Jamel J A M I L, and uh, what you're going to get, you will uh, buy one item at fifty percent off. 
Okay. So you, you, you pick out one item, and it's almost any item in the store. You get half off of that. All right. right. So you buy the big black dildo, the 12, 12 incher. Hot pink. Uh, hot pink. Okay. And I prefer black, but, you know, uh, it's also the color of the shirts I wear. Um, True. You get the hot pink, and uh, you're going to get that 50% off. Then you're gonna, they're going to send you a free extra gift. So sensual I can't mention on the air. Uh-huh. You're going to get three free adult DVDs. And not just any crap bottom-of-the-barrel DVDs. You're going to choose right. from genres such as anal, amateur, Asian, big bias, big bias, bisexual, chunky, co-eds, fetish, gay, interactive, POV, lesbian, milfs, etc. Oh. Not what you can just download from YouTube, right? Something right. more. No, no. And these are DVDs, so your ISP isn't watching what, you're, what porn you're watching. So you can actually have this <laughs> in the privacy of your own home. That's the beauty of DVDs. And then, you know... All the paws, you know, all that good stuff, so right. frame by frame that you can do, so you can see it flying through the air before it hits her in the red eye. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can get so you get the three free DVDs, and then uh, you're going to get free shipping. So I'm telling you, the only money you're parting with is half off of one item. Yeah, all this other stuff's free. And you get the 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 free DVD, three free. Three free DVDs, you get the free extra gift, and you get free shipping. So you can't beat it. You can even do it from your mobile phone, adamandeve.com. Check them out. Great sponsors. Been with us a long time. Real, real reliable. Apparently, you guys are buying lots Classic, of uh, yeah. lots of uh, sexual uh, stuff there. And, you know, hey, whether you're, uh, whatever your situation, whether you're by yourself or your same sex or in between sexes or uh you know married and happy and you know heterosexual that's all fine uh you go there you're gonna find something like we we're talking earlier <laughs> if you got a hole or you got a pole they got something for you so go check it out <laughs> adamandeve.com all right so let's uh let's wrap this show up yeah um, we're probably gonna go to the next show i think yeah we're gonna we're gonna have to split this to another show there's just too much good information so we're talking about uh, you know, what you put on your resume to get yourself an interview. That's, that's right. the thing. We're on the cover letter. And we were talking about how, uh, you know, follow instructions, show your, your, your capability to do hard work, yeah. uh, show how you're, you know, good at cleaning, uh, you know, any sort of experience yeah. is good experience. And, you know, um, if you're constantly jumping job to job every couple of months, that's not good. If you're right. during, it's when you're in school and all that, and you know, high school and college, that's a little more acceptable. But if you've been, you know, in the workforce for five years, you should have at least a few years at a job where right. you show that you're steady and reliable and capable. Right. Because if I'm going to invest, uh, you know, tens of thousands of dollars in training you, you had better stick with us. Right. After that fact, so you want somebody reliable and things like that. Um, you know, things like Cicerone, BJCP, those are, the, you know, it's okay, but don't waste your time on that if you can use that same time to go to, uh, Siebel Institute, uh, uh, American Brewers Guild, UCD, right. something like that. Even online, uh, you know, our White, White Labs has their great yeah. yeast and lab courses. If you talk, if you went to a brewery and said, I've gone through the White Labs, you know, uh, laboratory, yeast laboratory course. I know how to plate out yeast. I know how to count yeast cells. I know how to check for contamination. Um, you know, here's yeah. my certificate. They'd be like, oh, yeah. And, and you're a home brewer. You understand? And, and you could actually do this for us? Hey, that's pretty good. 
Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, that's right? a good skill. There, you're almost getting yourself in the door right there. That will bump you to the top, especially if entry-level people that are looking mm-hmm. at me and it's like, look, I understand minimum wage. Uh, you know, I'm willing to invest. I'm making more than that now, but I'll take a pay loss in order to get trained. Mm-hmm. I, I've got a lot to learn. I think that's valuable yeah. to me. Yeah, show a willingness to learn. Yep, and then, hey, I've done this other stuff. I've read all these books. I've, you know, I keep homebrewing every week. I, you know, have taken the online classes that I can. I'm telling you, if you're not like a royal asshole, you're gonna, you're gonna probably get a job. So uh, there's lots of lots of things uh, happening out there. All right, let's do this. Uh, let's wrap this show up. Yep. See you on the next one. Let's uh, move on to the next next one. Let's pay our parking meters. Let's get some beer in here. Let's uh, do all that other stuff. If you're listening to the podcast, well, you got another couple of weeks yeah. to, to catch the next show. If you listen live, stay tuned. Stay tuned. And in the meantime, go to the Brewing Network store, brewingnetwork.com slash store. Lots of goodies in there. If you buy those goodies, it goes to the bottom line of the Brewing Network. Helps us keep shows like this going on the air. And uh, you know you want that to happen, don't you? That's right. So check out our fine sponsors, BlickmanEngineering.com. Tell them how much you love us because he pays a chunk of change to keep us on the air as well. So. That's right. Eventually, he's going to like pay attention to what's going on, and then we're all in trouble. <laughs> yeah. So make sure you tell John Blickman how much you love us. Until then, Bruce Strong, everybody. Bruce Strong. Bruce Strong.